Brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. Don't leave home without it. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Twin Stars, a science fiction audio adventure drama starring Greg Nugent as Imperial Officer Albert Tyson and Melissa D. Johnson as the space pirate Zhang Ping'an. Two figures caught up in the Civil War raging over humanity's last Empire of the Stars. Also starring... Nico Ford as Betsy. Nicholas Petrella as Tomlin. Steve Rickyberg as Ketch. Tomoyo Ichijoji as... Ruth. Daniel Whitelaw as Hassan. Al Asiochi as Davis. This is Andrew Buckley recording for Jerry. Justin Charles as Commodore Vasquez. Andy Welch reporting for duty as Lieutenant Harrison. T.C. Parmalee as Yuki. Calm Proto as Halifax. Gareth Bowley as Argus. With Rebel Cheese as Dan. Tonight's episode, Showdown, Part 3. XO, status. Minor hit to the port cargo module, sir. General systems check is running green. No casualties. Then don't let up. Hit him with everything we've got. You heard the captain. Pound him till they glow. The scouts are wrecked, sir. We cord their bridge. Good. That will keep them out. What's the status? I've got an on? incoming emergency transmission from the squadron leader. Let's hear it. All units, this is the Manticore. We're drawing heavy fire and we're in need of assistance. I've located him, sir. They're fighting one of the enemy destroyers with two of the other ships from our squadron. The Imperial ship's taking them to lunch. Can we help them? We're the closest ship from the squadron. Most of the others are crippled or out of range. Okay, then. Set an intercept course and let them know we're coming. Yes, Captain. Set an intercept course. And Ruth? Yes, Captain? We are damaged, so don't push the drive. In fact, keep it well within the safety zone. Oh, of course, Captain. We can't risk the drive now, can we? The battle is progressing well. Our forces have held their advantage, and despite superior technology, the pacification fleet is sustaining heavy losses. I can see that. What about our own numbers? Thus far, we have lost 59 ships, not including the distraction force. All 12 mass driver ships have also been destroyed. That's okay. They did their job. Did the crews evacuate in time? I cannot say. There's too much jamming and other interference. However, they did have sufficient warning to do so. We can hope. Betsy, are we in range of the flagship yet? We're just starting to draw fire from them now. Mistress, I suggest caution. 
Our current task force consists of only 14 ships, whereas the Black Oak is a Redwood-class dreadnought and is escorted by two light cruisers and three destroyers. We may be at a disadvantage in this fight. I know, Toblin, but they're starting to rally for a counterattack. If we don't cut the head off this snake now, there's a chance things might not stay our way much longer. Betsy, head the oak with everything we've got. You got it! Jerry, my controls just lit up. What? Don't touch anything, you idiot. I'll be right there. What does it mean? It means that last hit eater took out the control section, or one of its key nodes. The systems put us in control of the guns. Now move out of the way. All right, it's yours. It's yours. Jerry, this isn't going so well, is it? No, kid. It ain't. Look at the monitor. Most of our battle group is gone. Of course, so is theirs. But that thing is a dreadnought. And we're only a heavy cruiser. That thing is tearing the crap out of us right now. Is the Queen dead? No. It looks like it's just the main fire control node is down. And the system is still rerouting. She's probably okay. Oh, thank gods. You said it. In the meantime, let's do our jobs. All guns! This is the auxiliary fire control system. All guns! Fire at will! I repeat, fire at will! their battle pass. What's their status? It looks like the Black Oak has sustained severe damage and lost one of its main escorts. The Othello was venting atmosphere and took a hit to her primary weapon pod. Hard to say who got the better of that one, but I'd give the Commodore the advantage. Where's the rest of the fleet? They're busy fighting, but... But if they really wanted to, they could help. I know. They're waiting to see if Zhang is fit to be their leader. This isn't about skill, it's about greed! They just want to see her dead so they can take over! That might not be a bad thing. She's too strong, and strong leaders tend to be trouble. So do we help her? Or just let her be? That's a very good question, Ruth. That's a very good question. Harrison. He's dead, Master. We have lost half of the ship's bridge crew. I see. He was a good man. I'll miss him. As will I, Master. 
<coughs> Yuki, bring her around for another pass. Master, the Iron Tulip the is hailing us. Ignore him. I don't want to hear Captain Rasmussen whining. Do we have primary weapons? We do, my master. However, we have lost all defensive barriers and our heat dissipation systems have failed across 67% of the Matrix. Then we will have to make sure we hit first. Begin firing as soon as we come around. Full battle speed. Enemy ship has begun its attack run. However, its escort is not following. All the better for us. You! Medic! Over there and over there! Move it! Betsy, we need those stations filled. I'm on it, ma'am. You! Take your gene station! You! You're on Rudy's! I'll take yours! Tomlin, can we survive another pass? The odds are not good in our current condition. <laughs> While our defenses are still partially online, we will not be able to return fire until he reaches 3,000 kilometers. At that point, any victory is likely to be pirate at best. Pion, doesn't the ship have hyperdrive? Can't we just jump out and try again? You have a point. Tomlin. The capacitors used to power the hyperdrive system have been damaged. We are currently unable to generate enough power to successfully jump. Then this is it, then. We started this, and we'll have to finish it. Give him our best side, Tomlin. I'm orienting ourselves so the incoming fire will strike our remaining armor. It will not be enough, but it will buy us time for him to get closer. The enemy is currently at 40,200 kilometers, and advancing at 40 kilometers per second. That'll have to do. I'm sorry, Betsy. There's not enough time for escape pods. Nah, it's okay, Pingon. They... probably get destroyed anyways. Enemy at 36,000 kilometers. Our armor is continuing to hold. Still, if we get through this, I'll buy you dinner, okay? Ha! Sure. But it's gonna cost you. <laughs> I bet it will. good for something. I'm gonna get you out of here. My legs. I can't feel them. You'll get new legs. Just think of the legs you can buy with your share of the treasure. Yeah, but I'm slowing you down. Just go. No way. Bulkhead doors have come down. We're stuck. I told you to leave me, stupid kid. But, but, but I couldn't. Yeah, I know. Still stupid. But, kid. What, Jerry? Thanks.
Enemy at 29,000 kilometers. I am opening fire with our secondary weapon systems. Multiple hits. I... Ship uncloaking as it passes us. It registers as the Oswella. What? Katz's ship? What's he doing? The Oswella is on a high-speed intercept course with the enemy command ship. It appears to be planning a ramming action. Ramming? But it's so small. Head on. Even though it's smaller, it will still have a real punch. Impact. The Oswella has been destroyed, but it has sheared off the enemy's primary weapons pod. And now that's what I want to hear. Hit them with everything we've got, Tomlin! Master, you must evacuate. The damage to this ship is reaching critical levels. No, Yuki. You evacuate. I... have nothing left to go back to. The new Emperor only tolerated me while I was useful. <laughs> now... you will have to find another pawn, it seems. Do I truly have your permission to do so? Huh. <laughs> Actually going to do it, are you? Well... I suppose even a machine wants to live. Yes. Go. Do not worry, Master. I will not leave. I cannot. However, for once in my life, I wanted to feel a choice. It felt good. <laughs> Stupid machine. Fine. Not much of a ship left, is there? Still, it's enough. Ship, begin self-destruct sequence. Mistress, their ship's drive has begun to overload. The ship itself is still closing with us. Get us moving, Tomlin! Our drive system is damaged, but I am complying as best I can. How far away are we? Far enough. We shouldn't be caught in an explosion. Whew. Whew. That's good. I want to meet my maker, but not just yet. Is Zhang's ship going to make it? It doesn't look like it. It's just too crippled, and the other ship has too much speed built up. I... Ugh. There it goes. The reactor went critical. And there goes the Othello. Swallowed right up. Well, Ruth, we gave it our best shot. She's returned to the Black. It is the destiny of all things. Yep, it is. I kind of envy her in a way, but we're still needed here. How's the fighting? Still going on. 
I think we're winning, but it's hard to say. The shuttle sensors aren't very accurate. Then I guess all we can do is just wait it out. Hmm, that's interesting. What is? Take a look at this. Good for a dead man, Catch. Ah, clan leader. We used the escape shuttles before we sent our ship into the enemy. I owe you for that, Catch. Thank you. You're welcome, clan leader. Sorry it took so long to arrive. We had to wait for the gravitic shockwaves to end and the hull to cool enough for us to dock. It's okay. How's the battle? Our shiplink system is fried. Yes, I know. We've won! All of the pacification forces have surrendered or been destroyed. See, Pingon? I told you. Good. Did you let the Fleet Command know we're here? Well, I did, but I don't think they'll be here for a while to pick you up. What? Why not? They're a little busy right now. Doing what? They've already begun raiding the planet, didn't they? I'm afraid so, ma'am. I don't even think we'd won before they started to go down. According to what I've heard so far, they're really tearing up the place. I don't think there's going to be much of a world left when they're done. Oh, once a pirate, always a pirate. Pigon, you've got to stop them. I mean, you promised Sophie we'd just take the stuff in the vaults. Use the link system in the shuttle and call them off. No. But... But... Pigon! Betsy, I said no. If... if I do that in our current situation, it will just cause chaos. They came for a reward, and now they're taking it. We'll focus on fixing the ship, and let them do what they want. We might need to get out of here if more Imperials arrive, and we need to be ready to move. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Let's go, people. Let's go. Catch, I... Betsy! Yes, ma'am? This will be the last time, Betsy. I promise you. The last time. When we get back, I'm going to change this clan. I swear it to you. I hope so, Pingon. I really do. Twin Stars, Book 2, Episode 11, Showdown, Part 3. Written and produced by Robin Patterson. Opening music, Beyond Infinity by Peter Chen. Closing music, Victorious Day by Maestro Rage. Additional music provided by the Celestial Aeon Project, Kevin McLeod, and Denny Steinmesser. Sound effects found on SoundDogs.com, The Free Sound Project, Sound Ideas Series 6000 Sound Effects Library, The Premium Special Effects Series, 
and recorded by members of Kung Fu Action Theater, with special thanks to Bill Hallway. Come join the KFAT Facebook group, or follow us on Twitter at KF Action Theater. That's KF Action Theater. And never miss an episode. This recording is licensed under a Creative Commons non-commercial share-alike license, so pass it around. Please. This story and all its characters within are copyright 2010 Robin Patterson. All rights reserved. For more audio action adventure, come to KungFuActionTheater.com, where theater is spelled with an R-E at the end, because that's how it's done with style. Zajen, bye-bye. And now, Mutual of Ohm, providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC, proudly presents Wrinkly's Believe It or Forget About It bringing you strange but true tales and oddities from all over this wide world. And here is your host, Mr. Robert Wrinkley. Hello, I'm Robert Wrinkley. Tonight, I bring you some of the weirdest, the strangest, the oddest stories you've ever heard, but they're all true. Believe it or forget about it. We begin with the tale of Miss Junie May Kabonga. Junie May was only 16 years old when... On a safari in the wilds of Africa, her head was inadvertently lopped off at the shoulders by her father's own machete. But it was another five years before she, or anyone else for that matter, noticed. Of course, by that time they were back in England and it was too late for them to return for poor Junie May's head. Nevertheless, she married a prominent physician and they had several children together. Everybody said that, aside from the prolonged silence, they hardly noticed any difference in Junie May's personality. Believe it or forget about it. You've been listening to a special feature of Pulp Puri Theater. Wrinkly's Believe It or Forget About It. Brought to you by Mutual of Ohm. Providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC. This is Gramercy Noun speaking. We return you now to our regularly scheduled program. The Mutual Audio Network, listening and imagining together.